cannot believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. We're all you need. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special spooky edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 13. My name is Steven Schultz, and I am your ghost in the pilot seat today. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, he's a traveling trooper, and he's made a lot of stops all over the world. It's Joe Lara. How are you, buddy? Doing Doing, is this this isn't gonna work, is it? <laughs> Keep going, Joe. It's all right. Is it fine? Yeah, you're good. Uh, it's fine for now. For, for now. Tell me when it's annoying. It's annoying. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was short lived. <laughs> Why aren't you at your post? Hey. hey, we tried. We tried. We tried. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Got back from New York City late uh Sunday night. And, um, and it was a good trip. Yeah, it was, I had a good time. I don't know why. It just feels good to have you back in California. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I, t- I tell you what, though, my son's uh, apartment, like I could extend my arms and I'm touching both walls. It's like <sighs> super tiny. But um, yeah, it's kind of nice to be home. <laughs> right on. How was I the forgot flight? we were on the same coast for a little bit. I could have been texting you early morning, even though you answered. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm up. You know, I'm up in the morning anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What was that, Steven? How was the flight? It was actually pretty good. Like, there's no delays, no nothing. Um, we took a train uh, when we went from Boston to New York City. That was fun. Like, four hours, better than getting on a plane, going through TSA and all that hectic stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, good trip. I ran out of Sour Patch. I didn't plan well. Oh, um, you know, I thought I had I thought I thought had a, an extra box. And that's... Uh, I'm like a rookie. Um rookie mistake but all right well i gotta ask i gotta ask you um so in order to replenish your sour patch uh well i know you have reserves at home but obviously oh yeah obviously yeah. you know for trick for trick-or-treating what are your plans for halloween uh this this coming up so we're gonna we're gonna hand out candy at our house for about um a couple of hours because we know there's we've already done this several years and we know there's a really tiny short population like tiny people coming in at a certain time i think they're called before kids. the sun goes down yeah little ones and then um and then right when the bigger kids come out we're gonna close our door and go to a friend's house for a party so nice that's the plans yeah that's the plans right on man well like i said it's good to have you back in cali welcome thank you when there's something strange in your neighborhood who are you gonna call Ramy shanaday <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good, man. How are you? 
What? That's an awesome I'm, I'm, Ghostbusters outfit. I'm I'm good, thank you. I uh, I got some tips from a good friend of mine who had done this before me, so uh, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to keep up with him. I've got the got the goggles. Oh no, and wait, I gotta uh, hang on. I gotta turn something on. Oh shucks! All right, here it is. So here we go. You guys listening? Oh, he's it's powered still going. Up. It's still going. It's still going. A nuclear nuclear particle accelerator. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've got an untested nuclear particle accelerator sitting on my coffee table. <laughs> That's so good. Do you have a license for it? Is it unlicensed? <clears throat> <laughs> oh, heck no. Heck no. That's how we roll. Um, What's up, man? How was your week? I'm doing good. I've uh, been been trooping a lot. I, 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 I guess it's still trooping. So I took BB-8 out over the weekend, um, had an opportunity to take him to an event. Uh, they had, I'd done the event last year, and I they wanted BB-8, and they also wanted the Mandalorian, and I couldn't do both at the same time. So last year they got the Mandalorian, and this year they got BB-8. And it's always fun to bring him out when there's a good ray there as well because what happens is like bb8 makes noises and he talks but nobody knows what he's saying and uh you know it's it's like in the original films r2d2 made noises nobody knew what he was saying unless c3po said what he said so really c3po was talking for both of them and uh having a ray with bb8 it's the same thing you know she can she can trans like i can make him talk and that and she'll basically have a conversation with some little kid saying what he's saying and i you know it's it's great when you've got one that's kind of quick and, and she can kind of make stuff up on the fly so and she did great it was awesome right on does she do the accent oh yeah yeah <laughs> cool cool yeah and she had done that event before and the host was even like ah oh, i i hope it's the same one that was here before i said yes of course so okay uh, so what do you guys what do you do you guys have any plans for halloween I, you know where we live i don't even know what trick-or-treating's like around here there are some houses that have done a lot of decorating. Um, so we'll probably go by them and see what's going on. Um, I'll, I'll probably be wearing this just so I have a chance to wear it. The kids all have costumes put together. It in might case end up you just come being across any ghosts here. too, you know, some ghosts yeah. might come well, out of you. <laughs> you know, or you elk. Know. So yeah. Ghost elk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right on. Zombie elk. Do you really want to do you really want to taste it? Okay, you can, but it might taste like chrome. It's John Rodriguez. <laughs> hey. You going to you going to dance, John? I was like where's it going with that? No. Uh, how, how are you? John, did you <laughs> see the I'm good. John, did you see I'm oh, good. I'm good. Oh gosh. What? Did you see the video? What's that? Did you see last Which week's video? video? I did. <laughs> so many goods. So many goods. goods. Oh, right. Well, I'm it's only at two so far, good. so I'll, I'll stop there. Uh, like well, I, don't know. <laughs> I had a good week. Oh, oh they're sick. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Uh, I also trooped over the weekend on uh, on Sunday. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Was, was it a good trip? Walk across. Yeah, it was fun. It, there were only a few of us. It was like two Mandos, one and, and two. No, and one 501st and one Rebel Legion. So it was just four of us. Uh, oh, but everyone was stoked. Yeah, I got to wear my Mando. Uh, I don't wear him too often uh, to troops. But uh, the the host kept saying, uh, "The Mandalorian is here." Like you know, like Ooh. come say hi to the Mandalorian. I'm like, I'm. It's just a custom. Like it's not. You know, it's not him. Like my the name uh, is Breck. Accept it. It's yeah. It's you're you're either Boba Fett or the Mandalorian now. It doesn't even matter, dude. Yeah. Or so a every, yeah. 
so far i've always i've been i've been called the mandalorian so i'm like okay but if he stands next to me you know i won't be anymore (laughs) every Uh, tie pilot a tie pilot a gunner they're all darth vader right right it's um yeah i got pushed into that group into that uh mando generic category but uh super fun um i I love doing the alzheimer's troops um because my stepdad suffered from alzheimer's so uh oh yeah Anyway, and uh, yeah, and uh, the rest of my week was good. Oh, the kid's been a little sick, so she's been home all week, which has not let me really work much on stuff that I need to work on. But I did get a couple things done that I will talk to you guys about during the workshop. So uh, yeah, right on. everything's good. Is is she is she going to be better by Halloween? Do you think? I think so. Yeah, she she's uh, she got sick on Sunday, so she's kind of she got a little worse, and now she's on the up and up. Um, so I think she'll be okay she'll be by good. Monday. She has, yeah, and she has a Halloween little Halloween parade at school where they like come in their costumes and sort of walk around and stuff, and the parents can be there. So I think okay. I'm, so is she still doing heavy metal witch, Metallica, right? Metallica <laughs> shirt or something? Like that. The Metallica yeah, witch, the Meta- right? Yeah, yeah. Well, now she wants to wear her mini dress, uh, her Minnie Mouse dress. Oh. for the parade. I don't know what she wants to do for actual Halloween, but uh, that's we, a Brian influence. Like, that, that's well, from the box yeah, that he got. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> we asked her, what do you want to wear for the little parade? And she's like, M- my mini dress. Okay, we'll do mini dress. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. That's cute. And finally, he's the man without fear and without <laughs> eyesight. <laughs> it's Daredevil, Brian Cook. How are you, buddy? I am We're over here, Brian. Where? It's BC. I haven't been Into able the to camera. see all day. It's been quite... Um, inconvenient i must say but i'm good You're everything's so red <clears throat> it's awesome just been out fighting crime this is the daredevil you know, that is one thing Netflix i will you daredevil. know what that is one thing that i will give you brian no matter what costume you're wearing you are always in character i try Whether i mean that, that kind of makes it right like even if you yeah. have a half half a outfit a character can bring it out you know totally. what I mean? but yeah i'm good i'm actually enjoying a nice cold beverage that's called goes the gozarian which is nice it's a local local brewery here in north carolina in honor of Ramy the ghostbuster <laughs> right on it's green that right? i'm How- fine my, my father has been in town ta- or he was in town from thursday to tuesday he just left papa yesterday cook? so yep papa cook was here uh i stole the sweatshirt right off his back because i think i said before he's he he uh, uh used to renovate world war ii aircraft and uh he would like pit crew for like the reno air races which is like an air show in reno nevada that uh is made up of vintage World War II type like fighter airplanes. And um, he's pit crewed for numerous different planes and he had a really cool sweatshirt on. He's like, well, this is brand new for this plane that I didn't even get to crew for because something happened, whatever. But he was like, here you go, take it. I was like, yes, cool. So that was good hanging out with him. So not going to have much else to report on. Because I've just been in full family mode. I'm about to get super busy with work. So, good, um, man. Busy is good. Yeah. Just, you know, 
taking on uh, lawsuits and all kinds of stuff like that. So what? <laughs> like as Daredevil? He's the Daredevil. Yeah, oh gosh, I'm sorry. I'm slow, right. dude. Yeah, he's in character. Yeah. Oh, slow. Okay. Oh, saw Black <laughs> Adam. That was pretty cool. So that was not bad. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, so I saw Black Adam also. I think we all agreed yeah. that it was pretty good, right? It was so. I'll say this: living out here, so we used to go to like the fancy movie theater back in California with like the recliner seats and everything, and it was like you know upwards of twenty something bucks per person. Out here, the same thing. It was twenty bucks for Tori and I, so it was worth it was worth the money we paid for it for sure. It was good. I thought it was a little better than some of the other stuff that's come come out lately. I don't think it it deserves all the the flack that it's been getting. Like I no. saw an oh, it hasn't been getting flack. See, I don't read that. I don't read that stuff. I don't know. Like I saw an article that said that not even The Rock could save the DC universe or something. I mean, The and Rock that, says it it's the greatest movie of all time, but you know that's Dude, The Rock. Imagine Brian <laughs> so. writing an article about DC movies. That's what that's what you read. It's a, it's just some guy that doesn't <laughs> like it. Well, we've we've got something in the news coming up later that might be an interesting right. twist to the DC universe. So we'll talk uh, about that then. It was it, it was entertaining. Thank you everybody for tuning in. If you'd like to interact with us more, it all starts at the dadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys, who is working on what? So one thing I forgot to mention at the uh, top of the show, so I am going to be speaking at the Central Coast Entertainment Expo, which is um, it's up at the Clark Center of the Performing Arts in Arroyo Grande, California. So I'm speaking on uh, Saturday, November 5th. This whole thing and my time is at three o'clock PM. My panels building fandoms and followers. The whole show is geared towards um, like film students. I mean, there's there's a screenwriting workshop, um, practical effects demos, camera and lighting demos. So, and they've got some film screenings as well as uh, you know, some different talks and stuff. So, uh, you can learn how to do auditions um, and improving your your auditioning skills. So, uh, it looks looks like this is an interesting event. So, I'm looking forward to that. What kind of commitment cool. is that? Like, it's an all-day event type thing for you. The events all day, and it's far enough away. I'm just going to go make a day out of it. Um, you know, I'll check. I'll check out hopefully some of the other uh, the other panels and things like that. So um, that's awesome, dude. That you're getting rad. pulled in for something like that. You're like a great. Yeah, and, and and so I'll be. Rep- I'm I'm actually officially representing both the Five Hundred First Legion and also the podcast for that. So yeah. that's yeah. Cool. So first public appearance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we can. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'll, uh, I'll have to I'll have to start teasing the the, the live show at Celebration London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, catch us in so, London. Exactly. Um, did a little bit of work on BB-8. Needed to do some work on him. He had a couple motors that were out of whack. So um, working on him is a bit of a trick. It's like you know, remember those old ship in a bottle things where they would you'd like build the ship inside of a glass bottle. That's like working on a BB-8 that's already been put together and trying to like mm. replace a gear on a servo or something stupid. So it was a bit of a bit of a nightmare but he's all working which is good because i needed him last weekend and also need him again for this weekend um as i have mentioned uh several weeks in a row i've been helping a friend with a tk um the helmet is always the worst <laughs> part you know everybody 
Everybody get, yes, everybody gets these Anovos kits and it comes with the helmet pre-built. And so everybody's spoiled. But if you get a kit the old fashioned way and it's just oh. old parts for even I was about the helmet. To say, how are you not done like, yet? It's, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's a, it's a lot of work. So, um, so I got the helmet put together finally, and I'm real happy with the ears. Cause again, yeah, that's, it's hard. It's hard to do that and get those lines nice and tight. So what kit is that? Uh, this is a Waltz trooper factory kit. Oh, okay. WTK WTF. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I've still got it. I mean, I've got the visor installed. I've got the, uh, the, the vocoders installed and everything. I, I got to do the, uh, the paint details around him, but otherwise it's assembled. So I'm, kind of happy that that's done because i was Those ear caps are a pain i i went through one set ruined them and then i went to uh mike from trooper bay he's a good dude went up to yeah. poway um he messed up and he's built like hundreds of these things like it's yeah and and, and so it's just one of those you know you just gotta yeah. you see the new the news that mike posted on his uh on his feed he's got so, b sale right well no so the big news from trooper bay is that mike is now in possession of the original screen use mold of the of a stormtrooper helmet, a tie pilot helmet, and an ADAT driver helmet. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. And, Holy cow. And because he's got these molds that are uh direct, I mean they are the mold from lineage. Yeah, lineage molds. He will only be selling those helmets uh fully built. So oh, if you wow. so if you buy wow. like a full kit from him. And you add that helmet, the helmet comes fully built. Oh, geez. Yeah, That's a cool. game changer yeah. for Mike. Yeah. Mike Mike is one of the nicest dudes. Like, holy cow. And and he has and he runs a he's got another business that he does. Huh. But but he's been he's been in armor for, for years. And um MTK is is kind of his brand, you know, Trooper Bay, but MTK is 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 what he produces. Yeah. But to get that, man, that's gotta be yeah. I want to hear that story now. I'm kind of curious how he got that. He posted it on Instagram. Yeah. In fact, yeah, some I, I missed that. I, I had ordered some stuff from him for this kit. So um, it actually came I've been staying off social media because of all the Star Wars stuff today. So <laughs> same. I, I missed same. I missed that. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah. Um, I'll um, have more to show for it on next week. Got a printing an E eleven to go with all of the stormtrooper stuff. So I'll have that for next week. And then the, the last thing I've got. So doing this event this weekend, and the host was like, "Oh man, you're going to be the Mandalorian. It'll be so sick to see you in the the costume with with Grogu in the bag and everything." And I'm thinking, uh, I don't have Grogu or the bag, or <laughs> the I didn't bag. want to tell him that. And so, yeah, you made so a bag actually, in five minutes. Uh, you made he made a bag. For I, I did, so I, so I've I've got I got the sideshow Grogu here. So here he is looking at the camera. Um, it's, this is the best like face sculpts The the hot toys one is articulated, but he, the face, like the ears are separate and like, it's, it's just not as like, this one doesn't have the articulation, although I'm going to, uh, probably fix that at some point in the future here. Is it season one Mandalorian when, uh, when Mando meets Quill? Yeah. I've yeah. spoken. Is it, it's yeah. like, and, uh, just watching him build like the pram rebuild the ship just it's you Ramy. that's All you that just building so, stuff <laughs> so i've i've got the bag now so uh deborah demeo she's very popular in all of the mandalorian th um in the, the tv show facebook groups um makes some great leather work um usually work, works very closely with uh, jj industries um so she's she's makes the pattern that she's got for this bag available for free. And so I just got the pattern. I did have to adjust it because I think her pattern was for a Grogu that was a smaller toy than this one. Um, but it was very simple. I just made it a little bit bigger in one direction and it fits perfectly. So nice. That's it for me. Um, I guess I'll go. Um, 
I've been printing like a madman. All my printers are working well. All, all, all the printers I'm, I use are working well. So I've been uh, printing things and I printed this Liberator uh, little holdout blaster that uh, you can see if you're watching YouTube. And um, I'm actually giving this away uh, separate from the helmet uh, giveaway that Raimi's doing. Uh, I'm just doing the, All you got to do is go to my post on Instagram and, and, and uh, basically follow the dad batch and follow the YouTube channel and then whatever. You just read the post. Um, and I, so, so I made this blaster this week, which I'm giving away. And I also made this uh, Din Djarin, uh, Ooh. shoot, what is it called? A uh, D, crap. It's called a pew pew. Name. <laughs> it's yeah, a it's pew definitely pew. a pew pew. Um, uh, Big Fred, Big Fred Customs, man. These are both his files, and they're really good. And he, he has this like simplified version that you can print for this. Uh, IB94. Jarn Blaster. What's that? IB94. There it is. All right. So, yeah. Um, so I printed one. This is the first one I've ever printed uh, and worked on. So I'm. That's printed? I mean, this is. What? Printed? Are you. Are you, are you joking? I mean, it just looks like real steel. Yeah, that's uh, the Illumilustr. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for uh, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, that was all. Yeah. That was all resin printed, right, John? Yeah, this is resin printed on the Jupiter. Um, like min- less pieces than because he has a model that's made for electronics, and if you're not putting electronics in it, you don't need a billion pieces. But so, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, it I had some issues, but um, I'll probably print another one or two. I'm going to print another Liberator too. So uh, I'm going to work work on that. But yeah, I think that's all I've done uh, workbench wise. Um, yeah, that's it. Printing and, and painting these little guys. I did nothing because my dad was here. <laughs> but I will, I'll tell a quick story since I should say something. Uh, I went to, um, there's this like biscuit place that we go to down in Charlotte. That's super good. Because it's the South, there's biscuits and gravy everywhere. I grew up on biscuits and gravy, so I want to take my dad to this place. And um, my wife, Tori, and I, we go there all the time. We love it. And I had my dad batch sweatshirt on. And the guy behind the counter was like, oh, dad batch. Yeah, that's really cool. I love I love what you did there. And he goes, "I there's like a podcast or something about that. And I was like, oh, that's, that's my buddies and I. And then uh, start uh, talking with him and he's a Legion member here in the Carolina garrison. Uh, and he's a, he's a shore trooper. And it was funny cause this, this place, um, every time you go there, it's called Maple street biscuits or something. Uh, I think there's a few, it's like a small chain, but, um, every time you, they have like different themes where they ask you a lot of times they'll ask you like, Oh, who's your he- favorite hero or villain? And then when they call your order, it's whatever that is. So of course I'm always like Darth Vader. So, they call Darth Vader and then your order's up. Right. Um, and, and, uh, he was like, well, my, he's like, are you liking Andor? And I was like, yeah, love it. It's gone. And he was like, rogue one's my favorite movie. I have a short trooper. It's, it's been like, I love it. I was like, so awesome to see that and see more short troopers again. Uh, uh, and it was just a super rad connection just from wearing my dad batch podcast sweatshirt. So it was super cool. So, and he said he was going to start listening. So shout out to Adrian at Maple Street Bakery down in Charlotte. Thanks for listening and being a good dude and bringing us a little sweet treat biscuit. But um, yeah, with my dad here, I didn't I didn't work on anything. So uh, I've been busy. 
That's awesome. We're up to four, 14 listeners now. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, please. I didn't tell him to like and subscribe, but I was just like, oh, yeah. I, I literally told him what we always say that it's, you know, it's just we're having a good time. It's our it's our group chat uh, recorded. So, <laughs> yeah, <that's different. laughs> yeah, that is so, the best way to, to describe. That's that's how it started. Yeah. He was yeah. a super nice dude. And man, when you get to come across Legion members in the wild, when you don't know is, is always like uh, a fun thing. Cause you know, there's not a lot of us really in the grand scheme of things of how many people there are on the world. And it's, uh, it's always, uh, usually you're explaining it to people and they're going, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like Legion member. Oh my gosh. So, uh, that was a super cool. Did you get any swag? Did, did he have a, a coin or card on him or anything like that or not? No, Sometimes. no, but I know where he is. So I'll bring him because he brought he thank you, Adrian. But he brought like uh, my dad and um, his wife uh, some sweet, some special sweet biscuits on the house, which was super rad. So they were delicious. Ooh, Sounds nice. delicious. Nice. Uh, when I got home, I started printing the um, Galactic Armory uh, Death Star pumpkin which yeah. is a cool file. And so that's on the printer. And um, it's cool because, you know, you can remove all the supports and just speed up the process. And I'm not going to finish this like I do armor. I'm just going to print the thing and shove candy in it. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I'll eventually show pictures of that. And then um, I'm going to wear the TK for Halloween. And uh, so the inside of my bucket, I want it to kind of suit up a little bit more. So I got all the electronics in there. Uh, if you can see on the camera, I got my... Uh, my voice and my fans and, and, and all that other stuff. So just trying to make it nice and put some conduit to hide the wires because it could get kind of jumbled in there and messy. Um, but I also don't want to cover up the MTK and his little signature because it's just Mike. It's cool. So I did that. Um, nothing really. I mean, I was traveling, so I only had a little bit of time home. But, uh, but yeah. That's light it. week. Light week. Very light week for me. Yeah. So... We started, my wife and I started working on her armor because we got her boots and gloves that came in. And shout out to Giovanni at Crow Props. Nice. Um, he sent me, uh, let me see if I can grab it here. It's a prototype for some new Wrecker boots that I designed with him. What? So with the Wrecker kit, um, I mean, I don't think there's anyone out there who's physically Wrecker's size and has his, Costume. I think, like 20-inch calves. I, I mean, <laughs> you are cool, more power to you, but I don't think most people <laughs> So one of the biggest problems for me in the costume was that um, if I start walking, the calves, just no matter how much foam I put in there, they start slipping down. And we were actually at the Hollywood parade last year and one of them slipped into my boot and then started cutting my, my ankle. Um, and so, yeah, that was bad, bad news. So what I did was I thought about it and I designed tall boots for clones. And you can see it if you're on the YouTube, but it's essentially just, a, it's a clone boot, but it comes all the way up to my right below my knee. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to attach straps here, Velcro straps on the sides of the boot. And that's going to attach to the calf, to the calf armor itself. Nice. So mm. it's, it's going to be fully suspended in air where it should always be. I'll, I think I'll be able to run in these and, and I should be good. So I got oh, these awesome. from Geo. 
Nice. Gio also sent my wife's uh, boots and gloves for her costume. Um, And we were going to, so we were going to go to this um, party that uh, on Saturday, we were going to go to this party that, that Raimi's a part of that he mentioned earlier. And that was going to be my wife's first time suiting up. And we decided not to go for uh, just various personal reasons. But um, I was like super bummed because I was thinking like, you know, this is odd. It sucks because it's your first time that you were going to suit up and we invested so much in this costume. And, you know, I'm just going on and on like a pity party. And then and then she says, well, it's okay. Like my first time dressing up, I'll just be on a regular troop with you. And when she said that, I was like, oh, that just made it like a hundred times better. Because, you know, mm-hmm. we dress up for Halloween and stuff. We all do. But um, to like dress up for a troop. That's that's way way more points. So yeah, yeah. So we're still building it. It's it's pretty much ready. Um, but we'll take her submission photos. Does she normally wrangle for you, Stephen? She has troops, or she has in the past. Um, okay. I mean, she's yeah, she's been living the life, kind of like, kind of like what Joy does for for us when she's not in costume. But yeah, she's she's even done like you know. When we were at celebration and and the five of us, well, six of us with Levi, were up on the uh, Death Death Star the wall. Stage, yeah, yeah. Oh, she yeah, she was totally like wrangling the 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 crowd the there, taking photos, and with us, yeah. taking photos and all that stuff. So she knows the drill. Yeah, that's cool. Other than that, that's all that we've built. We did my son's trunk or treat at his school, and there was somebody there that had a Ghostbusters set up. And I was just like, man, I wish I wore my Ghostbusters costume right now. Mm-hmm. So the school told all the families, like, have your kids dress up, but parents can't. And so I was like, I was bummed out. What? Yeah. Lame. But then I show yeah. up there and there's like at least Those parents. There's at least a dozen parents that are like fully dressed up. And I was like, man, come on. They conveniently yeah. didn't get the memo. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But other than that, I think that's all that we have going on this week. I'm just so looking forward to um, finishing my wife's costume, trooping with her. It's like that's cool. it's, it, it's got me it it's got me very excited to 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 get back into costume for that. So I know I know we talked about it last week about about wearing costumes together as a family, but um, but there was another memory after we signed off that I thought of, uh, and it was basically what you were saying in school. There was a, not a competition, but they had a little parade at the elementary school for the kids to walk around in their costumes. And the boys wanted to do something with me. I'm like, well, there's three of us. What do we do? And uh, so we, we just bought some black sweats and some fake gold chains and um, and some brim hats. And we started playing Run DMC. We basically became Run DMC. And the boys got into it. They're like, they're just trying to like rem- memorize the raps. It was such a fun time. But uh, yeah, you just forget those memories until we have these conversations and then... And then you, you know, see photos and then it all just comes flooding back. It comes so, flooding back. Okay, dude. so I got to ask you because um, let's see, Joe and Brian, mm, I don't know, maybe John, I don't think so, but you've trooped with your wives, right? Well, Brian, obviously, I've done a lot of troops with Tori. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, what what is it like? Is it like, 
What is it like? So Kim's not officially approved yet, but but we did celebration together. So that was the first time. I mean, you all saw us for the first time doing, you know, trooping together. It was it was fun. But Brian's got all the experience, I think, probably mostly. Um it's super it was really gratifying. I mean, as soon as uh as soon as I joined the Legion and uh Tori was always like wrangling and she was like, I want a costume, I want to do this too. Uh, and then we were just doing stuff all the time. I'd say the only, the only part where it got challenging was when Levi was small, it, you know, it's just like you're both suited up. You can't see anything, no pun intended. Uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, you have a kid that you got to worry about, um, you know, but I know a lot of times that would be the case and she would just be hanging out with Aaron and, and our kids. Yeah, there was that, there was that, but I mean, there was like, uh, there was a lot of times where she just, I mean, she learned from your kids too, where it's like they figured out how to, I mean, we always joke that your kids, Levi, some of the other kids, Nick's kids, um, other kids, Scott's kids and Legion. It's like, they're better troopers than adults sometimes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, like, hands, hands down. Yeah. They're prof- like, I mean, they, they're they wore, they wore hot Java kids like all day and would never complain, uh, stay out of trouble, whatever. Uh, but, uh, I mean, she, she learned how to hang on and, and stay with us, but, uh, I did, uh, Tori and I got to do, um, chalk children's hospital of orange County, uh, was always like a, uh, very difficult, but very gratifying troop, uh, back when we were in Southern California. And, uh, there was a time where, uh, they, they always usually wanted Darth Vader and, and Tori was signed up for it and she was going to do it. And then, um, someone dropped out and they needed a Vader. So I was able to, to slip in there and, and kind of relieve to make sure they had a Vader. And, uh, it was, it was awesome. It was like probably one of the best troops that we had together just to, uh, as parents to help out kids that were in need and down on their luck and going through a hard time. So, uh, yeah, it's always awesome. I'm stoked for you. I'm stoked for Georgina that she's going to get in there. So it's hard when you have little kids too. And usually the mom's kind of handling little kids while you're doing the thing. Uh, and it's, it's awesome to, to switch it around there. And, and I, I think we're going to do share, the whole share like, in the I enjoyment. Think, I think we're going to go for the babysitter route so that we don't have, yeah. to, have to do that. But um, yeah. Yeah. John, yeah. Do, doesn't your wife have a costume? She did. did. Yeah. Um, yeah, she did. She's, she's been with me at troops before and we've taken the kid too, but she, her and I have never trooped together at an event. Um, you know, and we haven't, and she's been to cons with me too. And and she's watched me walk around, but she hasn't, she, and she's just kind of not, you know? Yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah. It's not, not too down. Yeah. And plus we have Amy now. I'm going to, I'm going to get Amy into it, but we'll, we'll get her going. Oh, of course. Eventually. Yeah. 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 Java. But um, yeah. Yep. Java. <laughs> What's that? We're being hailed. This is the encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay. So um, last week. I had put out the call for uh, some help because I had seen an article that uh, that talked about how the episodes of Andor, the Aldani arc of Andor, had overlapped with um, the, the uh, Rebels specifically. So 
and I, the article disappeared. I couldn't find it. Um, so I was, I was asking on the show if anybody had seen it. So, um, Instagram, uh, and listen, listener of the show, uh, Emily Noel 25. So um, Emily hit me up on Instagram and she said that she had seen the same article. I wasn't going crazy, um, but she turned me on to something that was even cooler. So, um, let me pull this up. So there was a post that was put out or a thread that, uh, so scout the at scout, the trooper on Twitter was, is talking about how the, the visual parallels between the first episodes of rebels and what we're seeing in and or with the star destroyer arriving right after, um, uh, right after your gives his speech. And, uh, you know, so then that, that changes kind of the game and the way that the empire is going out and facing, um, any kind of insurgencies that they find. So, you know, that we see star destroyers arriving over cities, just like, I mean, the very intro thing that you see on uh, rebels is a star destroyer parking over, you know, the main city on Lothal. And so there's this whole thread that talks about how you can see that the, the characters in the way that they're acting in rebels, um, it p- very much parallels what you would expect to see happening in the immediate aftermath of Yularen's speech saying, Hey, go out there and start clamping down. So it was very, very interesting. So I do think that we're going to see more of this with um, threads that we can pull from Andor and show how that overlaps with, with rebels. I mean, I hope we even see something as far as like an, an overlap of characters to some degree. So that would be, That'd cool. be awesome. That would be yeah. rad. So Speaking of characters from Rebels, um, so there is a rumor going around that uh, Iman Esfandi, who is the actor that's purportedly playing Ezra Bridger in the Ahsoka show, has signed to do um, hit, to be a lead in his own uh, Star Wars Disney Plus show. So we, if that turns out to be true, we may be getting a, an Ezra specific spinoff. Whoa! So, and I don't know if that would be something that would be like a. a a prequel to the Ahsoka show or, or something separate. So more to find out there. Right. Um, Like his travels or something like what, what he went through with Thrawn. Yeah. I would love to see the backstory there. Like just imagine like a, a, you know, Thrawn and Ezra backstory somewhere. Yeah. So that we can see like what, what happened from the time that they disappeared at the end of rebels, like a buddy cop series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be cool, but can we get some movies? I mean, jeez, it's enough of the shows already. Stay, stay, stay tuned in a few minutes. I'm, I'm getting there. All right, all right. All um, right. so uh, today is the day for Tales of the Jedi. So all six episodes are out. Again, three on Ahsoka, three on uh, Count Dooku. Um, little bit of news that I've got there. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard had uh, had tweeted out that uh, she is the voice of Yaddle. So we we see a, a yaddle in the, in the show, and Bryce Dallas Howard is the voice. So that's very cool. Very cool. Um, Star Wars Celebration news: We got the key art released this week for uh, for what we'll be seeing at the show. So it's a very colorful um, skyline. You see like black silhouettes of the London skyline in the front. Um, a very rainbow colored background with a death star and then a, an assortment of ships kind of flying down. I've seen a lot of like negative press about this artwork because it's very derivative of things that we've seen like, like Etsy shops and things like that. Like there's a lot of fan made art that is very much like this. And people are like, Oh, Disney just stole my art. Um, so I can see that I did look at, I, did, I looked at what they were like. It is not a literal cut and paste. It is at least unique artwork, but, but there's definitely some parallels. It looks like a scene from. Uh, it looks like the scene from the from the Rise of Skywalker. 
That's yeah, what I, that's all, what, with, that's how I looked with, at it. It was like all, all the, the ships. ships. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if can, anything, the artists are, are borrowing from Star Wars to make their uh, art. So exactly. Right. I guess, yeah. Money, Dis, so. Disney's legal department would probably ask the question of whether or not that art was authentic or not. So, um, or, or licensed, rather. Licensed, uh, yeah. right. The, the reality is, is this artwork is very very much something that you would expect to see like this, these silhouettes of the vehicles and it's like, that's it's on t-shirts has been, they've been doing it for years. So this isn't anything new. Um, we would expect to see badge art and, uh, um, and, and t-shirts and, and merch that will have this key art on it. So, um, this seems to set the visual stage for that. I mean, it's almost like, it's almost like saying the dad batch logo is unique in itself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and you know what we we should do the dad batch logo but have it for special edition shirts in london what do you think dun, 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 all right dun, 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 dun. all right folks you heard it here first so um we, we can make that happen we've got some right. uh london Simple exclusive enough. stuff coming very oh, soon oh, yes did, it, did i yeah okay i've Not yeah bad. i've got i've got my own list of ideas for that too so we'll do it all. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, uh, Disney or Shop Disney uh, revealed a set of uh, you can you can do. There's a Count Dooku. I don't know if it's a set actually. So Count Dooku and Qui Gon Jinn lightsabers. Um, all I see here is a, like a CGI rendering, but they look beautiful. And this is definitely not Dooku's Sith saber, but it's very similar. So, um, but there are some visual differences. So still curves. Still curved. Still curved. It has Still the little curves. talent, the little talent that comes out from it. And just wait. Oh, that's good. Yeah. His saber is cool. Okay. Um, getting into some, some, uh, like Disney or Lucasfilm organizational news. So, uh, first, first up. So Michelle, I'm going to not do her last name, right? Rajwan. R-E-J-W-A-N. Michelle Rajwan, uh, she stepped down as uh, senior vice president at Lucasfilm, and she's returned basically to the producer seat. Um, she's continuing to work for Lucasfilm and Disney. Um, her name is still attached to several projects. Um, in fact, she's she's worked on um, in her previous title. She's worked on Kenobi, Andor, and Willow. Um, in the new role, uh, she's going to continue to work on f- upcoming uh, Andor and Willow stuff, as well as um, Taika Waititi's uh, Star Wars film. So, oh. uh, so that's, so that, that's still, still something that's in the hopper. Um, I don't actually have any news on that other than that she'll be attached to that. So she's just still doing the kind of, kind of that same stuff. I know that she's been pretty much touted as Kathleen Kennedy's, uh, protege. Um, so it's yeah. interesting to see that she's stepping down in a role. I mean, obviously it's, it's not that huge of a step down, but it's not necessarily, moving up in the role that she would, I guess, take over. Cause it's, 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 it's been it's rumored not, that she was going to take over KK's role. Maybe what she... I find, and yeah, what I find is that people that are particularly good at things like that, they are very willing to do whatever needs to be done. And so like she, she might walk in on a weekly basis to Kathleen's office and be like, where do you need me this week? And maybe right now where they need her is in this different role. So hmm. that's entirely possible. And that, I mean, you find that a lot with people that are particularly good in the roles that they do. So, well, I hope she's good at putting out movies because, uh, like, like Brian was saying, they need some movies in there. It's time. It's, it's time. Speaking of that. So, um, I think this is, this has been out there for a little while so that we knew that, uh, Damon Lindelof, 
uh, was attached to a Star Wars movie, but we're starting to get a little bit of details about that. So um, they've got a writer's room set up. Um, word on the street is that Dave Filoni is part of that writer's room and that process. And they have uh, said that the that this film will be set after The Rise of Skywalker, but they are getting away from the kind of trilogy concept. So not cool. to be expecting us to get like three movie sets like we've been in the past. Cool. Um, but but we will get something that's post Rise of Skywalker if this turns out wow. to be true. I yeah, love that. I'd be happy if they followed the Rogue One format. Give us a really good movie and then give us a really good series that expands yeah. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. A good movie based off of one line, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone... I mean, I, I've been guilty of it too, just like posting all the hashtag make solo two happen stuff. And there's always the make solo two happen day where everyone puts it out. But I think at this point, just from what I've seen with the different Disney plus shows, I don't want a solo two movie. I want a solo two show. I mean, go ahead, put Alden Ehrenreich in there and Chewie and just give us like the Han Solo adventures. Give me like four seasons of that, you know? Well, movies are limited, right? You can only tell you can you only say so much in a two hour. It's limited. Movies are good though. Come on, it, movies are good. Balance. You could watch balance. the shows balance. in a the theater. Yeah. Okay, balance. so how about the compromise? Is what they did with Clone Wars. There's a movie to kick everything off, followed and by a series. Yeah. That's kind of what Steven's saying. Yeah, exactly. I what just I just ba- said. Ba- some balance would be good. We're getting a little yeah. skewed on said? the shows. You know what I mean. So the first forty years of movies weren't weren't enough. Okay, it wasn't forty years of movies. It was <laughs> five year spans spread across forty years. Are you not pleased? Cool. Is this not enough? No, not I'm not. <laughs> so, but but they also have not uh, ruled out the possibility that some of the sequel uh, saga characters could appear in this new film too. Babu so. Frick. I mean, Finn story. Okay, and so then uh, the last little bit of news also on uh, on on films and stuff. So word on the street is that Disney has sort of quietly uh, told Kathleen Kennedy to stop announcing films until they are a little more concrete. (laughs) So I wouldn't expect to see because what we, I mean, if you think about it, we've seen quite a pattern of films getting announced um, that have then since been put on the back burner. So you know. we know that uh, we know that the 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 Rogue Squadron film, the you know the pilot film, that one that one seems to be on the back burner for the time being. Um, Which is such know, I'm, I'm, it's such a bummer too, because uh, what is her name? The director, Patty Jenkins, Peggy, Patty, Peggy. Patty Jenkins, yeah, Patty. yeah, dude, exactly. When they showed that that little trailer they made up of her. Um, on the skates. She was like the, roller skating, yeah. But she was telling the story of her dad and how I was just like, oh, like she has. Like there was passion behind it. Yeah, she's got the passion, the the emotional attachment to it. I mean, that would have been a yeah. great movie. A pilot story like Top Gun. Come on. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, well, and, and you know, we also know that Ryan Johnson's name has been attached to a whole trilogy of films, but we haven't heard anything about that in ages. So who knows if that's even still a thing or not. But so they're trying to get a little more conservative about announcing some of these projects. That way they yeah. can, when they announce something, they know that it's basically set in stone and going to happen. Cool. So, 
All right. And so I will, our last little bit of news is not Star Wars related, but should be interesting to uh, to anyone that's interested in the, the content that we talk about. Um, so the DC universe is uh, kind of changing the, the folks at the top. So um, James Gunn and Peter Safran are now set up to lead the DC film, TV and animation division. So I'm sure uh, I know I know Steven's got some stuff to add to this. So I'm I'm sure that this is going to be interesting for anybody that's a DC fan. And I I, I do think it's not a coincidence that uh, Henry Cavill also kind of at the same day um, confirmed that he was returning as Superman too. So I think there we're starting to see kind of this. I mean, maybe they would they're not going to say it like this because they don't want to copy Marvel. But this is going to be the next phase of of DC, and maybe this is going to be the one that works. Yeah, so Warner Brothers Discovery, they've been shopping this around in Hollywood for quite some time since since the beginning of summer. And there, there was always the rumor. Um I, I from what I from what I've read, their first choice was James Gunn. And they kind of shopped it around and shopped it around to other individuals. Um, but it was always rumored because you know you can't just keep seeing James Gunn at the lot, right? Like you can't just keep seeing him there if he's not actively working on a film. So there was always this rumor that oh, James Gunn's working on a top secret movie, <laughs> and that was kind of his excuse for all these meetings that he was having with Warner right. Brothers Discovery. And there was even a super solid rumor like leading up to San Diego Comic-Con that even Henry Cavill was in the building to be announced as Superman. But obviously that never happened. Um, And they just kept pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off. And obviously, I mean, it's not a spoiler alert because it's all over social media. Yeah. They, they, they used black Adam to reintroduce Henry Cavill as uh, as Superman, and then Henry Cavill waited till Monday morning to announce it that he's back officially, um, which is a little like weird because he said it, he announced it, but there's still no official movie on on slate. So, sounds about right for DC. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It's just there was a photo of The Rock and Henry Cavill like drinking together. In, in his backyard, I think probably Terramon and tequila. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think like a year ago. So they've been working on this for a while. Yeah. Um, but I'm just happy that they're bringing everyone back. Now the rumor that I've heard is that, um, and this is just a rumor is that, uh, even though Cavill's back, Ben Affleck is not back. He's coming back for the Aquaman movie, but the DC's, the DC universe's primary Batman is still going to be Michael Keaton. So they're going to have an old Michael Keaton with Henry Cavill, Superman. Um, and then the justice league that we know of, and then they're also going to switch out. Um, thank goodness. They're going to switch out Ezra Miller from being the flash. So what? Yeah. That guy's gone. He, yeah, but he's kind of uh, he's kind of gone off the rails. They're just going to so. completely wipe him out no from way. the movie at the end. So he's oh, still wow. he's still going to have his Flash movie. They're still going to release okay. it, and then they're going to bring in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Where, oh, they're gonna okay. Yeah, they're gonna swap him. They're just going to swap him with a new actor at the very end, 
but he still oh, is wow. like his <sighs> his mind is still the Flash. Right. So, which is a good way to write him. Huh. Out, I think. Interesting. I didn't on know he was having D- issues. On top of DC, yeah. oh Ezra Miller, characters. you didn't know? Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I won't go into it. I won't go into yeah. it here, but just Google it real quick, man. It, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it, it's a lot. And Sounds, that brings us to the end of the news. Right on. Thanks, Ramey. That was a, that was that was a lot of good news. Solid week of news. Yeah, I was busy this week. We don't it's need no it. regular public news. We just need this news. It's only news. Why did you make me do this? I guess you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? My father, he go toilet on my hands. Oh my God. Urine is 35 degrees Celsius, staves off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, fathers. All right. Another week of Hunter's Hard Drive. This week, since we're being all spooky, we're talking about uh, Werewolf by Night, which uh, premiered uh, not that long ago on Disney+. Plus. Um, I, I didn't really know what to expect myself. Um, uh, I, I'm, I wasn't very familiar with the Werewolf character from Marvel and Man-Thing also. Uh, they're older characters. Uh, I, I, I wasn't familiar with it, but... Uh, I was pleasantly surprised at the show, um, the show, the, the the one hour episode or whatever it was. Um, very cool twist on some classic, you know, uh, horror. Um, but I'd like to hear what you all have to think, uh, have to say about it. So, uh, Joe, why don't we start with you? Well, it's the same thing. I didn't know what to expect. And uh, it's just it's it's pleasing that it's in black and white. I mean, to your point, it's it's it has that classic feel. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, even even like with the era, the period of time when those movies kind of came out, you know, um, I don't know, I don't know what, what period of time you would you would consider that, but it's kind of, gosh, it, uh, not gothic, but you, you know what I mean. It's like uh, haunted mansion kind of. I don't know. It, it's just it, it just had that really good good feel. Um, really enjoyed the storytelling, and uh, the monsters were were pretty awesome. Uh, you already said we were talking about this before, but Ted, the, the monster, you don't know what to expect. You think it's going to be this gruesome thing because on the walls are all these pretty gruesome and grotesque monsters. Right. But then you see Ted and Ted has this very uh, um, aggressive, but then all of a sudden charming and almost childlike behavior uh, that, that you get to see. So it's really, really cool to see that. And it, there's a lot of blood too. I mean, you don't see it because it's a black and white, but there's some blood splatter. It was so. gorier than I expected for sure for for being a Disney thing. For being Disney, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I I, en- I enjoyed it. It's right good. On. Thank you for that. Uh, Echo, what did you think? Did you get? Did you have a chance to watch it? I didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then we'll we'll get back to you at some point in time. Uh, Steven, let's hear it. What did you think? Absolutely loved it. Um, I've been anticipating this. Uh, I guess they call it a, a special presentation. Um, okay. I yeah, I've been anticipating it for a while. I had no idea that it was going to include Man Thing, um, which was a pleasant surprise for me. But I was 
I, I was more interested uh, in the fact that this was um, directed by Michael Giacchino because up until this point, we've only ever heard his music. music um, yeah. I mean, in everything, right? He made he made the Marvel sound that we Interesting. hear. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, um, but I know that he's directed uh, a, a short. I think he's only directed one other thing, which was like a short film. Um, gosh, I watched it um, a few years ago. It was starring Patton Oswalt. He was like a. It was like Patton Oswalt, and he was in Japan. Like, you know how you know how like American actors go to Japan to do like commercials and crazy TV shows and all that. It was like that, and he was like getting paid five hundred bucks to be like a a Godzilla dress up thing. <laughs> it, it's funny. Uh, I, I'll look it up. I'll look up what it's called. You guys gotta watch it. It's only like ten minutes. Um, but do we know the story of how he got connected into directing versus? The music scene, because that's a that's a huge departure almost. Well, I mean, he's done like he's done so much for Disney as far as composing goes. He did Rogue One, he did Spider Man. I think all I think he's done all the Spider Mans. His list is massive. He, you know the yeah. you know the music that you hear when the Marvel logo comes up, like that's him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's cool. he's he's done a lot. Uh, so I guess just by through attrition, he's. <laughs> he's just like osmosis yeah he's just like i want to yeah. direct too and um i think he did a fantastic job with this um you, you like like uh like you were saying earlier tech the black and white feel to it i loved it um how it just conveyed like the 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 old timiness of everything um but then how at the end when elsa finally gets the stone and then it just starts to fade into color um yeah very which is like and and didn't they play the song yeah they They, they did did. right somewhere over the rainbow yeah they did so like that's how it ended i mean is this just like an overt like slap in the face tip of the hat to the viewers that that i feel like okay so when we were watching loki kang was essentially the wizard right like Right. He was the man behind the curtain. I mean, for goodness sake, he was in a he was in a green castle or a green mansion, which is like the Emerald City, right? So uh and then so we've got that. You know, we've got over the rainbow, um, and then fading into color with with this show. And then what was it that I just saw? The Ant Man trailer. When they yeah. released the Ant Man trailer. Uh, it's, it's Elton John singing yellow brick road. So I'm like, where is this all leading? I I don't know. I don't know. Wizard of Oz reboot. (laughs) It's the same thing. Uh, the, the Kang in the quantum realm is also like the wizard in wizard of Oz. Yeah. So I don't know. I want to, I'm almost wondering if what we saw in the show, like being black and white and then fading into color is, is almost not for us to see as a viewer, but I wonder if that happened in, in universe. Like what was that? What was that movie where the whole movie was black and white and then it, it was starting Memento? to Maguire. Oh no. Uh, and then like, as he fell in love or something, like the movie started changing into color. Oh, this was like 20 years mm. ago. That movie came out, but the characters, the characters in the movie, had never experienced color until 
this young couple fell in love and then like huh. color started bleeding hmm. into their world. I'm wondering if that's what's happening in this world. So like for all we know, we might not have been watching MCU 616. Perhaps this was like another multiverse that all this happened and it's Could bleeding. In, I don't know. I've got a lot of theories, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I loved it. It was great. I'm hoping they make a man thing movie or show. I know they've tried it in the past, but I like their approach. Um, Something yeah. I, I need to go back and watch, but I, if I remember some of the shots too, were very reminiscent of the old black and white horror films, like monster films, Dracula, Frankenstein, right. whatever, where not only is it black and white, but there's a close-up shot. It's usually like, like from a lower angle with a white light coming up to, to produce a shadow in the upper part of the head. Mm-hmm. And it, it just gives us kind of, you know, you know, when we were kids and we put a flashlight under our chin to tell stories, it's like that same kind of feel. It, it's, it, it had that. And I, and I, I'm, what, I, what I appreciate is there's probably a whole generation of young people that are getting introduced to this style of visuals. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah. The, the dad was in the in the casket and he was like, it reminded me of the Crypt Keeper. Like, remember, remember the Crypt <laughs> Keeper? Yeah. Tales of the Crypt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, Tales of the Crypt. Same feel. All right on. Thank you, Stephen. So, Stephen, uh, sorry, uh, 2014's uh, The Giver had that same thing in it where they, as the, the couple starts to yeah, get was, closer and closer together, right. they can see, like they start seeing in color. That's the movie. So yeah. Other, and yeah, it's black and white and you start to see it as they're starting to see it. So by the end of it, it's all in color. Nice. Yeah, cause when, cool. uh, sorry. Cause when we saw Dr. Um, Crosshair's favorite movie, Dr. Strange, when they're going through the different multiverses, I think there was one multiverse that was black and white. So I wonder if Wanda had a hand in that because some of it was in WandaVision was black and white. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. And there was hints of color. All right on Brian. Uh, Tell me what you thought about it. I can't see it. So (laughs) tell me what you heard. I haven't watched TV in five days. (laughs) I haven't seen Andor. I haven't seen tales of the Jedi. No, I haven't seen it. All right. Well, thank you so much for your input. And that is all. (laughs) (laughs) three to five i assume are keeping it and the other two should probably catch up and watch we will we will man eventually i passed the assignment john i passed the assignment you absolutely did thank you for your effort joe (laughs) yay i had family here man and i've gone blind i don't know what i'm supposed to do For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. So we're going to start a tradition, the, basically the podcast before Halloween. will will be some question that's related to the holiday, right? I mean, and so the question that we're going to discuss that we hope to kind of hear a little bit more about each guy that's on this podcast is what is the movie that scared you the most when you were a younger you? What movie got your blood boiling? I'll go first since I had nothing to input on John's <laughs> section. Um, Friday the 13th. Freddy Krueger. He scared the hell out of me. 
and I didn't, I didn't, I've never really like been into, uh, horror movies or anything. And I think that, that was like one of the ones that I watched and I was like, I don't like this. I don't really like disturbing things. Uh, that one freaked me out. So I'd also bonus throw in Hellraiser too, but I don't think I ever even really watched that movie. So I just saw enough of it to where I didn't want to watch it. But did, did you ever watch Did you ever watch that when you're a little bit older and realize the humor that's tied with, with like whether it's a pun or some sort of joke? There's a lot of puns, right? There's a, a lot, lot of silly. Yeah, uh, silliness I, that goes with I, it. I, I know there is, but I want to say, like, you know, I caught glimpses of these these movies when I was of age when they came out when I was really young, and then a little bit later I'd watch it, and I just somewhere in my like late twenties I realized I just didn't like horror movies at all. Like, I just found them disturbing, and I just didn't really like watching like disturbing things. So. um I'm like that now too. I just don't anything disturbing. I just don't like watching. So mm. made up fake. And I know it's all fake, but um, I just, there's some, Oh, it's real horrible stuff yeah. that they make movies of. I mean, there's enough horrible I'm, stuff in real life, but yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of and in the same camp crosshair. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I, I was going to piggyback uh, Friday the 13th when I was young, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, and I didn't want to go to sleep. But <laughs> totally, Freddie was going to be yeah. in my dreams and yeah. take me. Um, and and yeah. uh, I think H- Halloween and 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 uh, Jason, the Jason movies, didn't really do much for me. The, for Freddy yeah. Krueger and like yeah. Brian also said, Hellraiser. I don't yeah. think I watched it as a kid, but yeah. I remember someone Same. was watching it once, yes. and I came into the room and was just like, ah, like what is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, which was just yeah, it's Wait totally disturbing. Um, Isn't Friday the all 13th that being said, Jason? Yes. No, Friday the Thirteenth was Freddy. Uh, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Nightmare oh, on Elm Street that. is Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I what? messed that whole thing. <laughs> Everyone's up. yelling it's at Nightmare their, on Elm Street. All the listeners are yelling at someone. At yelling someone at is right unsubscribing now. right now. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, okay, you guys so are Nightmare we're on Elm Street scared the crap out of me. Down at twelve. Same. Nightmare, nightmare, yeah, nightmare, yeah. Nightmare. And, and and yeah, so so Friday the Thirteenth, same path, John, and yeah. the other one didn't didn't do much. Um, <laughs> and Jaws for some reason scared the crap out of me. Oh, that's like because that's kind of you know? it's kind of yeah, it's like I mean, that <laughs> could happen more so than like a, a guy coming in your dreams and trying to kill you. Yeah, but and um, I'll tell you what, horror movies now are just insane. So I don't, yeah. Well, they're all like gory and and you know like so shock bad. value. So I bad. that all that being said, I I do like horror movies and and since <laughs> suspense and stuff, and stuff like that. I, I, I'm I glad I can't it. see him. <laughs> Steven. Oh man, um, I mean, obviously, I think Freddy was a big one, but I think if I had to, if I Nightmare had to, on Elm Street. Yeah, if I, had to, sure. if I had to drill it down, I would say it's Chucky for me. Oh, the oh, doll. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, yeah. I could not walk into a Toys R Us and go in the do- <laughs> doll aisle without like running away. Um, and I think that probably messed me up in the head till I was about a teenager. Um, where I could just not like dolls, man. I think that's like a clinical thing, being afraid of afraid of dolls, having a phobia of dolls. But I, I don't know if I had that or if it was Chucky itself. 
Um, and there was always this one scene in one of the Chucky movies where like he takes a knife to like some kid's Achilles heel from under the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could, yeah, oh, yeah, could yeah. not put my oh. I could not put my feet yeah. down by the bed for years. <laughs> I, it makes my skin crawls just hearing you tell it. Yeah, I, I know exactly so the scene you're talking about. Um, <laughs> but it's gotten to the point now where, like, yeah, like like you were saying, Tech. As an adult, I know like everything now. Just it makes sense, you know. It's. I know yeah. it's fake. You got a grip on reality. There's yeah. even there's even a, a Chucky TV series now that like they just make fun of how silly it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, that stuff messes with your head when you're a kid. Yeah. yeah, it's all generational too, right? Just like yeah, we have that. We can look back on it and be like that. I'm, I'm sure that there's kids nowadays ridiculous. that are just like totally freaked out from Vecna or the Demogorgon. Or whatever, right. you know. Yeah, and we're like, Pfft. yeah, but to yeah, us, but it's that's like not, cool. That's not a monster. That's not really horror. I mean, dude, some of these movies, I'm not even gonna name them off because they're so freak. They're so just horrible. I don't know why people would make them. People like it. There's a market for, for it, I guess. So, yeah. Stephen, if you didn't like. Um, Chucky, you would not have wanted to have gone with me to pick up the mannequins for, that we got for the costumes <laughs> at Celebration because let me tell you, that place was a house of horrors. Like, <laughs> like I'm literally like, I'm, I'm texting, I'm texting Nick. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I would like pull my camera up and like take a picture and I'd send it to him and be like, you, this place is crazy. So there was like mannequins with missing eyes and like where their eyes were drilled out. Like, I don't know if they'd put like, it was bad. It was bad. Uh. Like, one, they were like, just the nose was missing, and that was it. It's like, oh. So, but it's just so um, weird looking. <laughs> but it's like like hundreds and hundreds of them. And there was like a whole yeah, wall of just yeah. head, just heads, just nothing but heads. Some of them were painted. Some of them weren't. Um, you guys are going to laugh at me for mine, but I'll tell the story. So, okay. Uh, my brothers are both quite a bit older than I am. Um, so my closest brother was a senior in high school when I was born. And then my older brother was even older than that. Um, and so like, they were the ones that would take me to movies when I was like, not my parents, but they were, my brothers were the ones that would take me. So they never really took me to anything that was particularly scary, but the one that kept me up at night for like months and you're going to laugh at me, but it was E.T., now I was I seven. It. I was seven years old when ET came out, so all the listeners can do the math to figure that out. Um, imagine seven years old, like the the scene where he's like sick and like laying on the bathroom floor, and the mom comes in and like sees them, and she pulls the kids away, and he's like screaming and crying for them and stuff like that scene. Like, or when the hazmat catch- suit guys come and take that. Yeah, you know so I was in. Yeah, but I was in it. Like I was into astronauts and stuff. So that part didn't worry me because I just thought they were astronauts oh, coming. Because they they literally showed up in astronaut suits at first, right? So I'm like, cool. NASA's here to take care of the alien. But <laughs> but man, like when he was like sick and dying, like that just like burned itself into my memory. I literally slept on the foot of my parents' bed for a month. Oh my gosh! <laughs> after that movie came out, because I just that could not was, be in my room. That was traumatizing. Yeah, I remember being freaked out by that too. That was not. I mean, cool. it wasn't a horror movie, but it was had some. But it was horrific. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so well, there's those so, scenes that, that that come up as a surprise, right? Like when when you don't even when you haven't even seen ET, 
right? He's just kind of rustling through the tall grass, right? He's just making sounds. And all of a sudden he just lurches out of the grass and it, it's that shock factor of like, oh my gosh. And then you're seeing this creature for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all kind of remember watching that. I, yeah, I that saw fun. a couple kids, actually not a couple. I saw one kid that was completely scared and freaked out and crying at celebration because of how real Grogu looked. So I could totally understand that. Yeah. Hmm. That's Grogu's there. ET. Yeah. Yeah. My, Oh, look at Grogu. How can you be scared of that? Oh my God. I mean, it's an alien. Bite your head off, man. It's a frog. Is that the one that is that? That's the uh, one to one ratio, right? Yeah. It's full, full scale. Full scale. Oh, so cute. Joe. Yeah. My, dude, my answer is messed up, man. I, I had, um, I was uh, a latchkey kid, so just kind of, you know, basically the home was empty when you get home. And, uh, you know, there's a VHR, you know, VHS, VCR. Oh, what's this? Exorcist. Let me let me check this out. Pop in the Exorcist. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. that one's. Holy. You, you, you can watch that. You can watch that as an adult. Still disturbing. And you realize there's some disturbing so much disturbing stuff, but um, Very. yeah, I didn't sleep for a long, long time after that. Yeah. Like a long time, I couldn't yeah. get some good. Rest. Were you the one yeah. that was? Again, that's a movie I don't think I watched incomplete either. Oh, <laughs> like, it's so messed up. The whole thing. It's so dark. The it's it's like you were movie. saying earlier. Like it's it's disturbing, right? Yeah. It's one thing when it's so unbelievably unrealistic that like you, there's no way this could be real. So like it's, yeah. but then when it's like, yeah. Yeah, that one's well. It's well. It's like some some movies are are like are they're supposed to be fun, right? It's supposed to be entertainment, but that movie like was way beyond. It was not fun. Um, but I remember watching it, and like I just like it's like watching. You know, they say the the phrase "watching a train wreck." You can't take your eyes away from it. You just like oh, yeah. It's just yeah. shock value, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Do you guys remember the most scared you've been in a theater where you thought like 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 it was real, like it was happening? For me, it was. Um, uh, what was that movie where like they were Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, <laughs> that's scary. <Yeah. laughs> no, it was like one of those those like video like found footage movies like Blair Witch style, like Blair oh, like, Witch. Like the Blair, oh, Blair Witch. Witch. No, no, but it wasn't Blair that Witch. Was, that was freaky. It was the one where that like was kind Molly of... was the husband the ending was. was recording it, 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 like in San Paranormal Diego. Activity. Paranormal Activity. Oh, dude, that that dude. was super freaky. When, yeah, that's pretty freaky. When when yeah, all the all cabinets movies, yeah. when all the cabinets flew open in the kitchen, I jumped up and I had to leave the. the I left the theater because I was like, I can't handle this. It's too scary. You peed you a little. You peed a little. Imagine your heart rate. Your heart rate, like just. I yeah. I I jumped up and I yelled so loud that I had to apologize <laughs> to the lady next to me in the theater, and I was so embarrassed that I had to just. I I left. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing, dude. <laughs> well, those it's movies so are terrifying. Hundred percent. No, thank you. I'm good on all that. <laughs> you gotta watch Paranormal Activity, Brian. Nope. It's a hoot. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Decided. Decided. I think nope. I saw a screenshot of some. I, I'm not even want to say it. It's so bad. Movies are horrible. I don't know why they make that. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. <laughs> Move along. Move along. All right. All right. I'm glad I can't see it. <laughs> John's on his like fifth fishing lure helmet. <laughs> <switching them out. laughs> 
Okay, so let's let's switch it up and make it a little bit lighter, um, for for the sake of you know just making it lighter. Uh, this is actually a question that's left over from one of our listeners, um, K underscore Blackie underscore. This is a good question. This is not Halloween related, obviously, because this came back from a couple weeks ago, but it's a good one. Which Star Wars time frame would you want to be in? Depends who who I'm working for. Like, I don't know. like what era? Yeah, like what period? Yeah. What what era? Depends. If you're high up in the Empire, you're probably like the Empire era, and or if you're you know in the Republic oh. era, you know. So how about a character in the in the in the main or in the background or whatever? I mean, because that that was also the follow on question. But a character is there an era or period? Uh, I think I, I think the question's pretty. I mean, yeah, which era would you want to be in? I, I th- I'd say the sequels with with the first I mean, order, like the, res- looming. With the resistance and the first order. Oh, really? And all you want to yeah. be on Hosnian Prime? I just think it looked <laughs> cool. It was like I don't know. I thought the visuals and everything of that time period were cool. At first, I wanted to say, "Oh, well, yeah, during the Clone Wars and everything was grand and imperial, <laughs> or not imperial, but like you know, but it's Republic. Time. It's a huge war, yeah." A more civilized era, right? Or whatever Obi Wan says. Um, but I, I just maybe just because we haven't had any expansion on the sequels, and we've had not lots of expansion of the OT time period and of the Clone Wars time period. But I don't think so, that's the question, Brian. No, no, no. And what's but, what's the era you want to be in? And oh, the it's actual called Star Wars. Like, planet is would you ever, want to be in? When, when would you want to be when like a citizen in the galaxy like when oh now i gotta rethink it <laughs> is there ever a time in any star wars movie i know it's called star wars but is there ever a time that they're not at war like i'd like i'd like to live in that era yeah so theoretically so, pri- prior yeah. to episode one the Republic okay. were for like what a thousand years, just kind of yeah. No, well, no, and well, that's what I would say too. I want to live on Kashyyyk with the Wookies. There you go. Nice Ooh, answer. That's very nice and, and green. Specific. It's just Indoor hugs the all the time. Just Wookie hugs, <laughs> warm hugs, just big warm furry hugs. It's beautiful. Smell like pee. It's lots of trees. <laughs> like wet dogs. Smell maybe like wet like, dog like, city. Hey, maybe they so, smell like eucalyptus. You know, maybe those trees like, are all eucalyptus. They have a nice fragrant <laughs> smell. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I got to take this helmet off. I'm dying. <laughs> smells like pee. No, yeah, maybe yeah, it's like, like hugging, like, hugging a maybe bear, you, dude. Maybe you've just been in the helmet too long. Dude, I can't see anything right now. My eyes are out. It's all bright. Tom Solo out of carbonate. I do. I feel like the. Oh. Yeah. Okay, big guy. Meow. All right. Next. That's all I got. Man, I don't know. I'm what the only one that's answering that question. No one else is going to answer it. <laughs> it's such a hard. It's such a difficult question because you're well, right. I think, every. I think John and I answered it. Every time that you've seen. Star Wars, they're at war. So, I mean, it's it's called Star Wars, so I so it makes sense. But 
there has to be a time of peace. Well, That's then, like I'm thinking about. right now too, like you know, you, you know, John, you mentioned like the empire when they're at their highest. You know, you figured you'd be safe just being a citizen, but not from what we're seeing in Andor. Well, it's I like, mean, but if you well it depends if if you're pro empire. And you live in a system that's pro empire, uh, you know. Then, then it might be okay. You know, if you're, you know, it's like living here. Maybe like you just have to follow the rules and, and don't break the laws, and, and you know this and that. Not, not saying it's great, but you could live a peaceful life mm-hmm. under empire rule if you're just kind of staying in line, you know, and, and, and mm-hmm. not robbing and killing people. I guess you know. Just depends. I think when I um, started listening to um, is it Master and Apprentice, Qui Gon and uh, this and Ben Kenobi, uh, uh, just this the story of of them, um, like that period right before things started unraveling. Um, so so there's already obviously Sidious is moving and positioning himself and getting ready to to really go into the prequels, but that that period right before is just. Just, I mean, maybe it's just the way that the story's told in that in that book. Um, it, yeah, it's you, you could tell it's like a like a tipping point where things are about to start deteriorating. Um, that that was just kind of cool. Uh, I don't really have a particular place though, um, but that era, that period, it probably just sticks out for me. Or we pick specific Kashyyyk, places yeah. we want to live. You could pick a place if you want. Kashyyyk, man, up in the trees. Where? Hanging out. Narshada. It's like a Blade Runner city, essentially. It's like neon and scoundrels and bars and nightlife. I think I answered this question before because on on a different pod, because Mike Mike asked me, but I'll just I'll go back to saying Naboo because Naboo's pretty. Yeah, it's like because okay. I would, what was I, what did I say? I would be, like Italy. I would be a Bith playing my gigs for, <laughs> for the Naboo uh, citizens and then party with the Gungans at night. I was going to say, what about the Gungans? Yeah. Cause they're down. Cause you know, you get boss Naz in there. <laughs> like I want to party with that guy. <laughs> I think the uniqueness of that question is the is the time period too, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like picking where you want to live that. But I think the I like the question of like where would you choose to live? Where? Because Mike always asks that on Armor Party Show. Yeah. Scarif. Yeah. That's the beach. Tropical so, I mean, island. So Scarif pre beach pre blown up, doesn't it? Obviously, well, after it's blown up, I'd like to. He live wants there, to yes. live in. He wants. He want to live in Scarif glass. Lego. Like what is that? The Lego vacation Scarif, where they're all on the yeah. beach having yeah, the party. Exactly. Trees. Yeah. Crystal blue. Made out of Lego. Sand. Come on. In a shore trooper outfit, just tanning yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to think about location. Done. All right, maybe, do you have another question? Maybe we should move on. This, we're getting yeah, we can move on. on. We we're can done. move on. <laughs> we're done. Oh, there's no more questions? That's it? That was That's it. all I got. Oh. <laughs> Steven? <laughs> Steven's like, dang. I want more questions. I like them. I like answering the questions, but okay. 
Um, That's all I got. Ramey, I think we had some follow-up stuff to some business to go over. We do. We do. We kind of buried it in the show so that everybody have to listen the whole time. Um, so we have done our, uh, our hard hat or we've got our hard hat giveaway. So we're ready. We've got, we've got our names. Let's I've go. got them loaded. I've got them loaded up into a random name picker here. Um, I appreciate everybody's participation. Oh. There was a lot of response. Um, so doing this live. So how, how are we going to yeah. show it? Can we show it somehow? Uh, I mean, the we're website, take Ramey's word for it. <laughs> yeah. The website that I'm using is not particularly pretty or anything. I mean, it's just, we're just going to take a photo it, so. and then oh, you can post live stream stories. Live stream. How there many you. Or just take a rec- how many like record people? it and then post it. a video. Just do a video, yeah. Then you can post it in our stories. How okay. many p- entries did we have? Uh, there were twenty four. Dang, oh, so we have twenty four followers now. Twenty four yeah, subscriptions. Apparently, yeah, well, we lost that. we lost a few though when we didn't know Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah, we're down back down to thirteen. <laughs> we'll probably lose. We'll probably lose half of them after the giveaway is done. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> giveaway's over. I got mine. <laughs> All right, so um, you want me to video this? Okay, great. All right, so I've got the uh, the list of names in here. I've got everybody listed there. I'm going to come down here. I'm going to hit the button, and I'm going to pick again. I was testing it. All right, so the name that we've got here is um, Matthew Harrell. Matthew Harrell. So if you are listening, you need to reach out and contact me on uh, on Instagram, and I will get your information. And <laughs> Congrats. Congratulations, man. <laughs> Our thank first you. giveaway. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, Matthew, I Harrell, even... uh, like I said, contact me on Instagram and I will get your uh, address and I'll get this helmet it, on its way to you. And you will be one of, I mean, I haven't really the seen first. too many people post, the first. post them that they're out there. So. Now you've got to cool build things. the whole costume. Yes. And, and so, Ramy, just to add, just to ask you, what uh, percentage are you printing the new one at so it fits comfortably over your head? What what scale? Oh. Um, so I'm only adjusting it in one direction. Oh, you're only going wide. I'm only widening it out. The rest of it was okay. good. I, I liked where it landed everywhere else. I just I just wanted to widen it out so that it wasn't hitting my ears. So okay. I I think it was like twelve percent more or something like that if I remember right I had to go. Oh, okay, that's okay. a lot. That is yeah. a lot. Well, I, I was looking. It's like the one on the show. It's not it's, even like it's not hugging his face very tight. It's it's on there fairly loose. So, um, okay, you know, cool. I went and and the one that I have is it like pinches my ears. So I needed to go up a bit. Okay, cool. Just to have in mind. Rad. Our first Sweet. giveaway. Woohoo! Nice. Ooh. Congratulations, Matthew. Yeah. Nice. And John's is up. And now we're yeah, back my, down to. Are you giving yours away right now, John? Mine's no. Uh, no, we're, um, mine's gonna be. No. I mean, I guess. No, no. Two. You weeks. have to do it on your two post. Weeks. Or something, two weeks, right? Give, give it another give it week. Time. I mean, just do one week. Yeah, because uh, people are impatient. They're gonna forget. So, let's do just a, in a week. N- next episode, we'll do mine. Pew pew if pew. That's uh, cool. Yeah. It's a cool one. Pew, My pew, wife was pew. like, "Oh, we should hang this up." I'm like, "Really? You like it?" I'm like, "Well, she's like, don't Winning. don't give it away." I'm like, oh, "I'll give it away, and then I'll yeah." Because she's like, "Oh, this would look cool like on, on the wall." I'm like, "Really? <laughs> all right, you're all right, whatever." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna make another one eventually. But 
That's cool. But yeah, she was down. <laughs> Steven's Steve. looking around. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I was away. just like, can I give away something? I'm feeling left <laughs> out here. You can think about it. We got some time. Well, maybe if we can. Hmm. We should do one once a month, a giveaway. We definitely got different levels of followers. Look, listen, if we get different, let's hit different. Let's let's set goals for different subscriber levels and we'll start doing those. You know, I'll make a little thermal detonator. I'll I'll do I'll do a quick little giveaway. I will give away. I will give away five. Crosshair with pink boots stickers and five dad batch stickers. And all you have to do. So that's 10 winners. Okay. Five of these and five of these. Ten winners. Eh, I'll do five winners so you get both stickers. How's that? <laughs> All you have to do is just post your own picture on Instagram of your Halloween costume and like put the hashtag weekly workbench and okay. and tag us Dad Batch Pod. That's it. And I'll choose five people. And I'll mail you these stickers. How's that? That's kind of cool. I like that. Look at that. That's good. I'm going to get into that. Limited edition. You're not qualified to win. You're like disqualified. Uh, I have a stack <laughs> anyway. I got a bunch of stickers. <laughs> I, yeah, I mailed you. St- oh, God. Yeah, I got John's for stickers. sure entering it. He's like, oh, uh, here <laughs> I, I have all these more. chrome things. How do to I get post? more stickers without buying them? Chrome stickers. This is a sticker. Shiny chrome stickers. We need need dad batch, but currently we need chrome dad batch stickers. This needs to be a thing. That can be done. Yeah, I'm down. There we go. Cool. Anybody else want to give away something? (laughs) Yeah, Um, I got got some ideas. Um, I have have, uh, some tech glasses that people can bound in um anybody if there's anybody that are tech fans that's a big one we need, um, we need to hold on to that one i'm holding hold on to that dude. one we need we need bigger subscriber levels come on you know what i mean like let, let's get like 50 well, and then maybe uh well i think i think if you know we could we could run that one for at any time right so we got that I'll, um i'll make someone a thermal detonator give one of those away i can't reach it without bonking we can run long ones too you can you can give them the one that has the led bouncer (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah here let me get this one here you go and you get to the maraca gotta put a toothpick in there too i feel so bad about that dude what if one day i'm gonna be shaking it and it's just gonna come out and be like oh my gosh there's no way it's coming out there's there's a chance (laughs) (laughs) you're saying there's a chance All right, guys. Well, you heard it here. Follow us if you want to win some free stuff. But I think that does it for today. If you like what we do, give us a good review on your podcast app. Be sure to tag us on Instagram at DadBatchPod. Remember, hashtag weekly workbench. Um, You can follow me at StevieKicks on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter. Echo, where can people find you? TheDadBatch.com. Nice. Joe, where can people find you? Tech.badbatch. John, where can people find you? Alpha Ignition. And Brian. Being a lawyer ain't easy. (laughs) (laughs) You've got like 15 accounts now that people have to follow. 
All right, guys. Thank you again for listening to episode 13 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 14 and have a happy and safe Halloween. Until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. Because, you know, you get Boss Naz in there. (laughs) Like, I want to party with that guy.